name is Paul Champanelli. My name is Kirk Pinchon. And this is the show for which every episode we choose a musical topic, then we watch video clips about that to- topic and talk about the clips. Right, Kirk? That's right. Hey, you know what? What? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> We're drinking uh, seltzer. We're drinking mango-flavored seltzer. And we've never cheersed on the show. No, fruit-flavored fruit seltzer is, is music ray gun fuel, as we've said. Yeah, because we're cool. Mm. I love this stuff. <laughs> yeah, me too. But we're not going to say what brand. No, that's not what we do here. Music ray gun don't advertise. No. You know what music ray gun do do? <laughs> what do we do do? Music ray gun do talk about country music. Because we love country. We don't. <laughs> we don't love country. We don't hate Country music. Oh, I hate country music. I mean, I hate a lot of country music. I hate all country music. It's <laughs> gonna be a good episode. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, well, I don't know what you're planning to talk about. I'm not gonna jump up and down on country music. I'm not gonna take shots at country mm-hmm. music. I dislike a lot of country music. I very much like a lot of country music. But I will say as a disclaimer, if anyone listening to this out there Stumbled upon it because you were looking for real great country music content <laughs> uh, by people who are dyed-in-the-wool country yes. fans who grew up in the South who know what they're talking about when it comes to country music. Go listen to Cocaine and Rhinestones. <laughs> That's a great show uh, hosted and narrated by someone who knows their onions when it comes to country music. We are, at best... Country music dilettante. I mean, not even a dilettante in my book. Yeah. I have always disliked country music, mm-hmm. never got into it, and yet I think this was my idea. Yes, it was. And you, I said, hey, we should do country, and there, I remember you looked at me and you're like, well, okay, really? Well, years ago, like within months of us starting yes. this, when it was a new enough project that a lot of my friends deigned to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Before they were just like, I'm not going to do that for five years. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine uh, f- from Georgia and her husband, also from Georgia, who listened and really liked it, uh, said that we should do a country music episode. And I was like, yeah, maybe I'll even have you on because Kirk's not going to want to talk yeah. about it. And, uh, and I started looking at clips. So some of the clips that I brought tonight, I was like, I had these in mind five years ago. Oh, wow. For a country music episode. Um. But it's going to be real, like, surface level. It's real basic. <laughs> I don't think we're diving deep no. uh, here because I don't. I just don't dive that deep. But I have developed more of an appreciation. Like, mm-hmm. I really hate anything from the 80s till now. Mm-hmm. The, that Garth Brooksy yeah. pop country kind yes. of shit. Uh, and I didn't grow up listening because my parents didn't play. As, as eclectic as their tastes are, and my father eventually became like a big Johnny Cash fan, mm-hmm. but I didn't grow up with any of it. So I had to sort of find it for myself. And I do like that 60s and 70s, uh, like the outlaw country stuff yeah. and, and so like George Jones and some of that classic. To me, that's like classic country. Mid-century. Yeah. yeah. When you go back farther to the early 20th century, like... Jimmy Rogers and shit, where it's real, like, nah, you know, like, no. Uh, no. Then, then you lose me again. But like mid-century country, I can key into. That's a lot of disclaimer. <laughs> Here's my disclaimer: I don't like any of it. So <laughs> the way to wrap my head around this was yeah. everything that I sent you was literally in a 24-month period: 1980, <laughs> 1981. You're doing early 80s country music. That's yes. wild. Because that's all I knew. Yeah. Because for a, for like two years, mm-hmm. 
there was a ton of country music on the pop charts. Yeah. And then in 82, it just fucking ended. It just, it was a fad. It, it was, it that. was a huge yeah. fad. And so everything, almost everything there is 1981. Okay. And um, I think, well, the first clip we're going to watch is from a movie that, yes. you, that you picked. I also have two clips from movies. Which I think makes sense because this isn't either of our area of yes. expertise that we access it through movies that we like. Yes. In a lot of cases. Um, but maybe you can provide some context. You, you say that it was really popular in the mainstream yeah. in, for an 18-month 18, 18 period in yeah. the early 80s. Is that because of Urban Cowboy or did Urban Cowboy become popular because it was capitalizing on the fad? I think it's... A little bit of both. Yeah. So Urban Cowboy came out in 80. And it yeah. was based on, very similar to how Saturday Night Fever was. It was based on an article. A magazine article. About this yeah. place called Gillies. Yeah. Which was this really popular honky-tonk country bar. Run that was by, like the size of three football stadiums. Yeah, it was huge. Run China. by a country star, someone Gilly. I can't yeah. remember his name. And then it became this movie, Urban Cowboy, but, but only tangentially. Uh, it's actually going to be a series now. They're developing Gillies into a TV show. Really? Yeah. It's set in set yeah. then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's just going to be more about the bar. This is about a love story. So this is a love story starring Deborah Winger and yeah. John Travolta. John Have you seen this movie? I just rewatched it like a month ago. It's fucking great. It's good. It's a great it's, movie. It's a, it's, real, it's a real melodrama. It's a downer. <laughs> There's yeah. some there's yeah. some shit and you're like, okay, that's rough. It's still got 70s filmmaking hangover where yes. it's just like, yeah, shit doesn't end well all the no, time. No, shit's bad. Yeah. Uh, but this is... Um, and Scott it was a, Glenn, too. Scott Glenn. Dope in this. He is fucking shredded yeah. and mean. Yeah. <laughs> Deborah Winger, at the height of her fame. She's so adorable. She's so great. This John Travolta, the biggest star at the time. Yeah. And like, his character... Is a fucking asshole. Yeah, he's great. And has no redeeming arc. Yes. Like, he starts an asshole and he ends an asshole. Yes. He doesn't really learn anything. He's only slightly less of an asshole yeah. than Scott Glenn. <laughs> yeah. And so he gets by as being the hero because he's John Travolta. Yeah, that's why I say, like, it still feels, even though it's 1980, it feels like a 70s movie yeah. because of that. Yeah. So what's the clip that you This brought? is just them, because, you know, there's not a ton of dancing in this. In my memory, because I saw it for the first time, like, 15 years yeah. ago. I thought that there was line dancing, but there's not. But no. there's like square dancing. This is two step. Two st- I don't know what yeah. two step is. It's choreographed dancing around the dance floor rather mm-hmm. than staying in one place. But it's just two people, okay. and it's not choreographed as a group. It's just two people doing it. Yeah, I think this is the scene because I watched this with Isabel after oh. we we brought it up yeah. recording the dance episode, and I was like. See, white people can dance. You just have to play the right kind of music <laughs> yeah. for them. Did she like this? Yeah, she did. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a great, great movie. Yeah. But again, hate the music. I like this. This is in the sweet spot where it's... It's not too poppy or it didn't become poppy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too old-timey, but it's not too new style. I get what you're saying. Yeah, his name's Bud. Bud, of course it is. And that guy, who I believe played the manager in Bull Durham? No, manager in Major League. Oh, I think it's the same guy, though. I think also in Bull yeah. Durham. Yeah. Uh, Deborah Winger's so good in this. Yeah. And this, it's weird. This made, this was a huge hit. Yeah. But everyone's like, it's not as big as Saturday Night Live. 
or send out fever. fever. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck do you want? So what? Yeah. It like cost like ten million and made like eighty. Yeah. And they're like, well, it wasn't as big. So now they're about. This is like their meet cute. Because she just spotted him in a bar. And yeah. Like, uh, hey, wanna fuck? And then they did, and then they got married like a week later. Yeah. And they bought a trailer. Yeah. The whole thing yeah. takes place in like six months. Yeah. But their marriage falls apart four different times. Way fast. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. It's rough. And they're just two young, dumb idiots. Yeah. Who just who shouldn't be together. No. Who just have shitty jobs and go to this bar. So now yeah. they're two stepping. So see how everyone's dancing yeah, kind yeah. of choreographed a little bit, but it's, it's couples dancing stuff. And it's funny because you watch this and you're like, John totally gets it, and Deborah's Deborah's keeping up. Keeping up. Well, he's a good dancer. He's we a good dancer, that, yeah. and she's she's doing pretty well. But she's yeah. so great. But it also like, you remember when in a dance episode we watched the clip from She's All That, where it's like all these high school kids yeah. doing professional level choreography. It's like, yeah. no, it makes sense. They're supposed to be normal people. Yeah, they're normal. Here. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, oh, this is country seven and that thing. You're like, no, it's not. It's a complete. And that was a real place. Yeah. But this is, uh, this movie's great. Yeah. And this was the thing that I saw. I, I saw, I didn't see it as a kid because I was only 10. I saw it later. But like, I knew of it. And like, soon as this movie happened, then all of a sudden, it became like, oh, well, we can do pop music country. We can put country in the pop in chart. Yeah. So there was this sound and this popularity of this music, but then all of a sudden they're like, well, now we can just move it over to the pop charts. Yeah. And that's what happened for 18 months. And then the people were riding Mechanical Bulls. Yes, that became a... Th- there was like a there was like TV shows. It was a major yeah. plot point in the movie. I forgot how, how much... Like, it's, it's more a, a movie about it riding is. Mechanical Bulls than it is about country music. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Um but yeah, this to me, to me, this is where it all started for country music becoming pop music. Yeah, you as a as a Gen Xer. Yeah, as me as a Gen Xer, me going, I don't like this, but it's on the, it's, <laughs> I'm hearing it everywhere, and it's on the radio. Yeah, there's actually one song later that I really like, which you'll hear. Okay. About. Yeah. So do you don't like Willie Nelson? I like Willie Nelson as a person. Yeah, he's I think a cool he's guy. Fucking awesome as shit. He's fascinating to me. He's like, uh, um. He's like the George Carlin of country music in the That's way great. that George Carlin in the 60s, like all stand-ups, was really like a buttoned-up mm-hmm. kind of guy, you know, clean-shaven and wore a suit and tie and did his comedy. And then the counterculture happened and he became the George Carlin who we know. Yeah. And by the same token, you can find early clips of Willie Nelson where he's all like clean-cut. Is he in a suit? So you can find yeah. clips of him performing in a suit. Uh, you know, a 20-something yeah. Willie Nelson. So the clip I brought is like, I guess, maybe maybe late 60s uh, because he's wearing like a turtleneck. He hasn't quite moved on to his I have pigtails and a beard yes. and I'm a redheaded stranger. It's still like a clean-cut young Willie Nelson. But you can see the counterculture influencing his style a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought this was a better song. And it's in color. The other stuff is in black and white. I don't know. This is this is one of the ones that I picked out years ago. Okay. We almost did a country. And this is him doing a song he wrote called I Never Cared For You. And this is a little bit more of like like West Texas, Southwest okay. vibe to it. And I wonder if you'll hate it. I think it's a Od- cool song. Odds are. I think it's a cool song. And it's fascinating to look at young Willie yeah. Nelson. And I don't know what TV show this is. Oh, my God. The sun is 
the same voice, but a different human. Yeah. His hair's all like slick back, slick, and yeah. way young and clean cut. The stars are raindrops searching for a place to fall. Standing in front of a painted background of like a cactus. That's my favorite part of this so far. For you. I know. Oh, no. Believe these things I <laughs> no, tell no, you're not into this? No, 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 no. It's cool. No. Also, you won't believe even though this is the younger, is clean cut yeah. Willie Nelson, he's 29 here, and he looks like he's 40. Yeah. yeah. If you had said he was like 38, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He, he looks old. He's like 29 or 30. Yeah. He's just got a catcher's mitt of a face. <laughs> yes, he guy. does. Yeah. Just, just rye bread. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I heard, but he's got he's got an intense look he to does. it. He does. He's very intense. I don't think intense. he's discovered pot yet because yeah. he couldn't be staring at you with those dagger eyes. The yeah. Way. So the rumor's true. He does enjoy weed. Yeah. More That's, than that is yeah. true. Didn't Snoop Dogg say, like, I thought I could take a lot of weed, but I smoked with <laughs> Willie Nelson and I was... Fucking down for the count. Yes, like, yeah. You have to smoke a lot. I think Willie Nelson is the is the number one possible Has to be. Has to be. Yeah. But I I I enjoy Willie Nelson. I think he's cool. He's a great actor. He's like when he does yeah. like guest spots and stuff. He's fucking great. I just can't stand this music. <laughs> See, I thought this might be a little different because it's got more of uh, it's that, got a little bit of a Mexican. To me, this thing. is like this is Tex Mex. Yeah. Yes. Don't, yeah, Tex-Mex is over here. <laughs> it's okay. But I like this sort of like ballady country, Yes. you know? I, this I like least. Because I don't know what to do with this. That's, I don't know why you think music should only be for partying, dancing, or macking. There, sometimes you just sit and listen to music. Yeah, that's what Chardonnay is for. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Coltrane is for. Yeah. But he's cool as fuck. Yeah. Oh, he smiled. Oh, he smiled. That's a cute little smile. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, Okay, this next artist. Do you know this guy? No, but only you would bring a clip from Solid Gold (laughs) to a podcast about country music. Listen, this is what I'm talking about. This is from 81. Yeah, this is right in your... And this is when they're like, hey, pop music is thing. Let's put it on this... There is a very specific lens through which Kirk Pinchon... (laughs) Yes. Views and experiences country music, and this is it. Solid gold. And one Solid other thing, it's a thing. I have never heard of Eddie Rabbit. Eddie Rabbit yeah. was a country guy, again, crossed over, had like three huge hits. Yeah. Like top 10, if not like number one. I think this might be number one on, on pop. Yeah. And this is I Love a Rainy Night. Mm-hmm. And you will hate this. <laughs> I don't particularly. Give me credit. I, I like the nostalgia of it. Mm-hmm. As a kid, when I heard it, I was like, okay, I don't like this, but it's everywhere. Yeah. And um, Were other kids into it, or was it like your parents were into it? I don't know any kid that was into it, (laughs) but it was just like on the radio. Yeah. And you weren't like, well, I'm not going to just turn the dial because it takes too much effort, so I'll just just listen because something else will come on next. (laughs) Eddie Rabbit, by the way, real name. Eddie Rabbit? Oh, yeah. That's a great name. Yes. That's a great name. And this is him doing I Love a Rainy Night on Solid Gold. Yes. This is. She haven't had solid gold on the show. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Claps and snaps. 
when it lights up the sky. This is burned into my brain. This is real pop country. Yes. But this was big in 1981, man. Huge. It doesn't sound familiar to me. There's not much more to the song. This is kind of There's not much to it at all. It kicks in a slight, but it's still the same. It's going to kick in here. This is the hook. Okay, yeah. This is some some AM gold. Yeah. Yeah. This was like just... Okay, this is the new sound that's going to be on the radio for yeah, 18 yeah. months. And you just, I was just like, okay, I guess. But he was everywhere. He was everywhere. Really? Yeah. Never heard of him. Oh, my God. I'm doing a little research on him. Because he was a country star. had some pretty big country hits. Yeah. But they were like, oh, he's the next Elvis. Oh. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Maybe the next Andrew Gold. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fucking put any rabbit and Andrew Gold in the same breath. Why? Which one do you like better? Andrew Gold. Okay, but like, it's that sort of like, it is. it's, it's the same wheelhouses of your Andrew Gold or your Rufus, uh, the Pina Colada yes, song guy. Rupert Holmes. Rupert Holmes. Thank if you. you put a soft rock compilation together and put this yeah. on, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the country song on the soft rock compilation. Exactly. You'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to get mad. <laughs> that's what it is. But like, you see, it doesn't even vary. Yeah. It's you could play it at Gillies, and the old folks would be like, eh, okay, the kids like this one. The kids like it. And the real can, country music fans would be yeah. like, no thanks. You can two-step to this, but there's yeah, a guitar yeah. solo. Sure. <laughs> a like guy, a guy with a mustache. Oh, yeah. All of them have mustaches. All have mustaches, except Eddie's got a beard. Yeah. But, you know, he's, like, still around and does the songs and does the yeah. does festivals and tours. Look at that bass and stuff. Fucking great. Yeah, it's Elvis. Real, it's Elvis, real, man. Yeah. Elvis. The same. It's real harmless. It's, it's exactly. Super harmless. Like, it's like the mid-90s harmless. This is like yeah. harmless country 80s rock. Yeah. Not even rock. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I yeah. kind of like it. But like, I, I'm really damning it with faint praise. Like, I don't hate it because it's not... Anything enough for me to hate. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of there. It's just pleasant. Yes, but in the way that music in the early eighties was like that. Yeah, it's yeah. this weird vibe. This is not that far from like. It's like in the all when how all the Laurel Canyon shit became pop. Yes, you know, like it's just easy listening. You know, yeah, on your cocaine come down. Uh, what are you gonna play? Yeah. You know, this isn't like, like that far from like boss gags. Yes, it's yeah. very. Skaggs it's is all the great, same yeah, genre. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. all that same shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's watch another one of yours. Oh, yeah, a little Juice Newton. A little, little Juice Newton. This is a name I know, but I'm not super familiar with. Her uh, big with her song, song, her real big song before this was Angel. Just call me Angel. Just yeah. call me Angel. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I this, love her name. Yes, great name. Yeah. But. So, again, 1981. Mm-hmm. Just, that was the time. So, this is an actual video video. Okay. Um, that they played early on. And this is the song I like. Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts. It's a fast-paced jaunt. It's not okay. bad. So, this is, is country music, though. And yes. you like it. This is the one country music song I like in the <laughs> okay. Well, that's a, that's a big, that's yeah. a big uh, endorsement, though. 
kind of peppy. Yeah. yeah. So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. She's a bunch of trains in the video. I think. Oh my God! This was filmed in um, Griffith Park. Was it? I think so. That's oh, train. that train. Yeah. I know because I took my kids there for years. This the course is coming up, and I really like the course. Yeah. We've got old timey course. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. This song was on all the time. Was it? I yes. don't think I've ever heard. Oh my God. I like it too because I'm not saying like, oh, this this isn't country, so it doesn't count. I'm saying like, it's pop enough outside of country that like, yeah, yeah I like it because of it's not countryness. Yeah. <laughs> and to me, I'm like, wow, this is country. Yeah. <laughs> this is so country. Even back when I was like 11, I was like, this is really country. Yeah. I mean, I like it, but this yeah. is really country. It's a wacky video. Yeah, oh, he's getting stuck up. This is very yes. early 80s video yeah. making. And then, you know, she kept recording for country. And then, again, like Eddie, I think she still tours. And she's like a horse breeder now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, doing great. Like you do when you uh, make yeah. enough money in country music. And then you settle on your ranch. It's right. Yeah. Breed them horses. There's now... Me and my friends, because we were cool. Yeah. The line is, playing with the Queen of Hearts. No, it, it ain't really smart. Yeah. We used to sing, playing with the Queen of Hearts, you know she really likes to fart. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were 11, and we're like, we're geniuses. Uh, we're like, we're so funny. I saw that one coming a mile away, but I was still happy to <laughs> yeah, hear it. still happy. Listen, 11-year-old Kirk could slay. <laughs> and so... The video, I, I kind of wish they had just done the performance. Footage. The performance is great because the band is just crazy looking. Yeah, but they're little wacky. Uh, I can do without. They're goofa dupes and they're. <laughs> it's the chorus to me that I just love. Yeah, it's it's a great hook. Yeah, she really loves to fire. <laughs> she really loves to fire. It's in your head. You're like, yep. I see. Now look what they did. Ooh. Boom, bring it back in. Yeah, I mean, this is just, you know, in the back seat of my mom's car, uh, and this was on. Yeah. You know, that's what we listened to. I would listen to this. I'll throw this on my on my playlist of songs. This is good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Over Eddie Rabbit's I Love a Rainy Night. Yeah, that one probably not. Yeah, no. it's a skip. Yeah, we then... Wait till you hear the rest of what I have. Yeah, this is sort of, this is a little bit more of a country-flavored, like, Ricky Lee Jones. Oh! When you brought that, I was like, I'm not really sure. Ricky Lee Jones, Chucky's in Love. It's kind of that same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I could. Yeah, this, uh, out of all the things I brought, this was my favorite. Yeah, it's a a good little song. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. And they're playing cards. Because it's 1981, (laughs) and music videos can only present literal interpretations of the lyrics. Yes. And it ends on the Queen of Hearts because that's the name of the song. And you know they were like, we nailed that video. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I said I brought some movie clips and we weren't going to do a country music episode without talking about Dolly Parton. Yeah, I figured you were going to bring. Yeah. Yeah. Like like you with Willie Nelson, like I love Dolly Parton more as a person. 
Yes. Then I actually like listen to Dolly Parton. She records. is a fucking icon. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. We love her, and Jolene yeah. is good. Jolene's good, uh, but I don't know tons of Dolly Parton songs. I couldn't tell you. I, I have mean, to access it through movies. I mean, uh, Nine to Five is a great fucking song. Sure, uh, sure. I will always love you. I like the Whitney Houston one mm. better. Uh, I just don't like that song. Well, you, you, okay. But I do have a clip from the movie that it comes from. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a movie that on paper I should not even know exists, let alone have seen, let alone love, and I've seen many times. But years ago, like 15 years ago, I was talking to this girl for a little while. I was from West Virginia, and mm. she, you know, grew up with country music shit. And she loved this movie, and, and I watched it with her, and I was like, no, this is good. It's the best <laughs> little whorehouse in Texas. Oh. Starring Dolly Parton and, and Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. Oh, yeah. It's a movie about a whorehouse. Dolly Parton is the madam who runs the whorehouse in Texas, the chicken mm. ranch. Yeah. And uh, we're going to watch sort of the opening number that presents like, here's the whorehouse and these are the whorehouse rules. Yeah. Uh, which is great. And there's good advice in here if you ever want to run a whorehouse. <laughs> Notes to live by. It's called... Uh, a, is it called a little pissant? No. It's, it's a little little old... A little old... Yeah, a little old Benny pissant country place. I couldn't remember the Oof, exact that's title. That's a mouthful. And uh, this, this, to me, is ultimate Dolly. Okay. Like, this is... High key Dolly Parton. Well, I, if I'm not mistaken, this was actually a Broadway musical. It was first. Okay, this is yeah. an adaptation of yeah. a musical. The movie's from like eighty one or two, and it tanked. Like I don't think it did well. Yeah, it's. Uh, I really like it. Yeah. And I think if you like this clip, you'll like the movie. And if you don't like this clip, just skip the movie. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, there's no Burt Reynolds in it. I was just about to say, oh, god damn, because it. it's the like I said, it's sort of the opening number. So you don't get Burt Reynolds yet. You don't get Dom DeLuise yet, who's oh, in it. Love that. Uh, who's the villain. <laughs> and Charles Durning is in it. Oh, God. 80s, 80s legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like saloon music. I mean, I'm okay with saloon music so far. So all these chuckleheads are coming to this whorehouse. Whorehouse that's in Texas. And we're seeing the bottom of Dolly's dress. And they have just noticed her. And va va Yeah. Here's Dolly. It's just a little bitty pissant country place. Ain't nothing much to see. If there wasn't Dolly, I'd be like, <laughs> but it's Dolly, and you're it's like, exactly. You're just like, God damn, you, you're so magnetic. Dolly Parton is a magnificent human being. She is. In in every way. I mean, just... Just lots of good wings. She's a unicorn. So you've seen this movie. Many times. I've never seen this movie. And it's from the 80s. Oh, I know this song. It's not bad. You know why, though? I think it's... It's a country song, but it's also a musical country song. I but I hate musicals I hate too. Musicals too. But sort of the combombination. I'm like, no, okay, I'm on board. Yeah, I'm on board. weird. Not a musical guy either, but oh, some good dancing. Very nice. These whores are so 80s. 
These are 80s country whores. You've just said the best thing ever. These whores are so 80s. I mean, they are in the, in the yeah, context. One of them looks like Pat Benatar. They all look like they belong in the movie Perfect. Yeah. They don't look like period. Now it's the next morning, and the, all the girls are having breakfast at the breakfast table. They all, first of all, yes, they all have 80s hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Except Dolly, she exists yes. out of time. Yes. Yeah. And here's the other thing. They're making this whorehouse seem like a really great place to be. Well, kind of, except... Well, I want to back it up a little bit. Because okay. now she's laying out, like, this is what you've got to do. <laughs> okay. You're still working, girls, yes. here. And here are my rules, and obey my whorehouse rules. Okay. Because I'm in charge. Yes. And you're all whores. <laughs> just to keep just to keep things so straight. So a little bit, it's like, no, this is still, like, oppressive. Yeah. So. Giant shower poops on her shoulders. I'm here for that. Don't hang yeah. around the town cafe and say hi on the street. Yeah, don't be slutty. Now that actor I know only from Billy Madison as as. Adam Sandler's nanny. Oh, shit! <laughs> I had no idea until you said that. Now yeah. I can't unsee it. <laughs> That's her. Oh, my God. But now here are the no-no rules. Okay. And, like, the rest of the song is no-no rules. <laughs> no. a, there's a lot to take in. But like I said, actually, pretty good advice if you want to run a whorehouse. I mean, it's why it's the best in Texas. Really Okay. Don't use the phone. And please don't show us no tattoos, no hearts and flowers on your thigh. It's downright tacky. No, that's a little. It's but if this is also forty something yeah, years ago. Yeah, that's true. I think if she if this were today, she would have loosened up on the yeah, no tattoos. Yeah, like tattoos rules. are fine because everyone has their thing. Yeah. But also, like they can't use the phone. Well, during business hours. Well, I guess not during business yeah. hours. Yeah. Here's where it gets. That's the delicate way a bitch better have my money. Uh, Yes, I pay the phone, the rent, and the utilities. You keep your mind on your work responsibilities. (laughs) You get room and board, just fuck. Just as long as you're fucking, we'll get along the time. Don't I take care of you? Yeah. Yeah, that's very much it. I was like, you're a pimp. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah. Can't chew gum? That's also the second time that they've referred to themselves as cows in the negative. Oh, no yeah. wallowing in bed. That's what big fat lazy hogs do. Yeah. No tattoos. Brands belong on cattle, and that's not what we're selling at Miss Mona's. <sighs> And uh, uh, no chewing gum because you look just like a cow. Yeah, wow. this is starting to seem pretty misogynist. You know what? I'm gonna take a guess and say that a man wrote this. <laughs> you think? Well, I don't know. I, I, I've never run a whorehouse. <laughs> I imagine you have to yeah. keep it a tight ship. Yeah. When taking sick leave, ought to be real sure they're sick. And every time you hear that bell, you better get here double quick. You have oh. to eat dinner at dinner time. 
at the chicken ranch. Well, wait, so yeah. when the bell rings, is it get to fucking? No, I think, well, it's oh, unclear. Get here right quick to dinner. It's unclear. If, okay. I mean, if the maid is ringing the bell and they're all sitting at the dinner table, I think it means like they, they dinner. eat dinner as a family, which is nice, but also you're not allowed your own life. No, no. You're you sort eat, of in prison. You here. eat when we say you eat. Yeah. There's more. Ooh. Now we cut to the backyard. It's a new scene. And it's and, wild if you pay attention to the stuff the girls are doing while she's laying out more. Now she's saying, she's going to describe pimps. And don't mess with pimps. Just me. Only <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. I'm the only pimp you, you need to know. Right. As for pimps, pimps are something you don't need to get your daily business done. Are you listening good? Keep them leeches and bloodsuckers off the back roads. I know how to use a gun. And nobody messes with my gun. That's very much like, I'm the only one that loves you. I'm the only it one that is, understands you. It is, you. yeah. Oh, no, you don't need a pimp because you have me. Yeah. A lady pimp. <laughs> yes. And I have a gun because nobody messes with my girls. But also, if you break these rules, I have a gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's a pimp. Yeah. And any questions you might have... Oh, wait, now they're playing instruments in the back. For some reason, yeah, they're having like a garden party. One girl's yeah. playing the flute and the other one's playing a violin. Playing violin in a very odd position. Yeah, she's sitting in an unladylike way. Yes, and it's almost like the director's like, hey, spread your legs where you're playing the violin. Just <laughs> right. do it. It's fun. Uh, but you think Miss Mona wouldn't stand for that. I think that's And then in the background, are they having like a photo shoot? It looks like there? a photo shoot. Okay. And now she says another thing where you're like, all right, lady, like this is a little... Uh, she says, if you have a problem, she's explaining, if you have a problem with any of the rules, how you can work, oh, okay. work through it. Them leeches and blood suckers off the Sorry, back it up a little I bit. I know how to use a gun, and nobody messes with my girls. And any questions you might have about the way I run this place, don't grab and grind behind my back. Just tell me face to face, I'm open-minded, say it all, then go upstairs and pack the doors that way. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, okay, you want to do it my way? You can get back out on the fucking yeah, street. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I hear what you have to say, and then you get the fuck out. Yeah. All these ladies of the evening are dressed as 80s ladies of the evening. They are late 80s. Yes. Dolly's not. No. Look at how fucking spectacular yes. she looks right here with her fan and her, you know, she's double stacked, obviously, but uh, Dolly is the best. Yeah. But it's weird to me how. Uh, out of time her character is. Yes. And and how completely 1982 all of the girls are. Is the best little whorehouse in Texas a period piece? No, it's contemporary. Oh. It's not supposed to be set in the past. I thought it was supposed to be set in the past. But because, because it's sort of an old-timey yes. business model for whoring, uh, and Dolly... Dolly doesn't have an uh, have have a modern look. Yes, and like the beginning of the song kind of gives you that old saloon vibe. Yeah, it's cowboy. You're like, what is what even century is? This? Yeah, that's... but no, 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 it's contemporary. This is 1982. Okay. This is throwing me off. Yeah, 1982, time for country. It's a lot of customers. This yeah, is a it's a bit, well, it is the best little horror in Texas. Oh, they're so 80s. I love them. I, I'm so here for them because it's like 80s fantasy. <laughs> oh, love them. The hair. Herms. A lot of herm hair. And... Fantastic. Yeah. This song's terrible, by the way. <laughs> it's started out okay and then it's just deteriorated in the I love it, man. 
That's the one that looks like fucking Pat Benatar. Yes, 100%. <laughs> and, like, why are these dudes, wear, like, I get that they're supposed to be they're, a political thing, yeah. but they're wearing those straw hats, and you're yeah. like, that seems really old-timey, That's but... That's me. That's like the South, so I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. It's yeah. yeah. And now they're all pairing off, and they're, uh, they're going to have fun. fun. Yeah. They're going to pitch some wood. Wow. Yeah. That's the most I've ever seen of that movie ever. <laughs> oh, you, should, you gotta watch the whole thing. And Burt Reynolds sings in it, doesn't oh, he? Oh, there's a duet oh, between Jesus. Burt and Dolly that I love and almost put in the show. <laughs> but I didn't think it was quite country enough. Okay. And uh, it's just both of them in their underwear. Oh, well, well I have to see for that. <laughs> but, but yeah. But like, I think he's got a cowboy hat on still. That <laughs> makes know, sense. Man. That's Burt. It's. it's he, you get a sense of what this movie is like from what we just watched. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that was it's real, uh, batshit crazy. But it's like, I don't really like musicals and I don't really like country music. But for some reason in this musical, they both genres and styles sort of undercut everything that yeah. I don't like about either one. Yeah. So I'm like, no, this is good. I like this. I like That's this. It's hard to get behind. <laughs> But it's weird I see it because it is like I know you don't like musicals. It's fun. Do. It's just fun. I mean, it's fun to watch. It's yeah. and it's un, like musicals to me. There's a pretentiousness that this is completely unpretentious. Yes. Um, and the the style of this is almost more like an earlier musical, like an er, like an early to mid century musical that I would like. Okay. Rather than like anything that came in the wake of the sixties, yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber and all that shit. Yeah, I hate that stuff. This this could have been like a '40s musical. You yeah, know? I'll agree, agree. Except with '80s like damn horse. Yankees or something yes. like that. Yeah, with '80s horse. With '80s horse. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna do another clip here. Uh, I don't know if you know anything about the music of John Prine, but I imagine you hate it if you. Do. I know the name and yeah. know that I don't like him. Right, because you don't like singer songwriters, yeah. uh, and he's very. You know, he was one of the next Bob Dylans yeah. in the in the seventies. I know he's very influential to many a people. Yeah, he's one of those songwriters yeah. who like maybe you've never heard of him, but everybody you love has heard of yeah. him and loves him. Uh, so this isn't gonna be to your taste. <laughs> but you wanted to do a country episode. It's my idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. And again, he's sort of on the line between singer songwriter and country. Yeah. But I love him. Uh, he seems like the kind of guy I would have grown up listening uh, to because of my father, but my father didn't really listen to him. Mm-hmm. I first heard him because when I was in my 20s and I worked at the blood bank, my boss was this middle-aged gay guy named Chris. And Chris loved, you know, like he loved Paris Hilton mm-hmm. and Britney Spears and John Prime. Oh, wow. Like he, <laughs> he really loved all like pop Mm-hmm. Really poppy shit, but for whatever reason, he was super into John. That's Ryan really interesting. And gave me like his copy of you know the John the double album best of John mm-hmm. Prine to take home and burn it and and I and that's how I got into John Prine. And then I was very lucky that a couple years after that, I got a chance to go see him play with my father. Went with my father to a John Prine show. Okay, because he he's died, right? He died. He was one of the first celebrities to die of COVID early on. In the That's pandemic, right. Yes, which I was yes. very sad about. Yes. Um. So he is no longer with us. Mm. Uh, 
unfortunately, but only just about two years ago. Okay. And he had been, you know, he had had like, um, like salivary gland cancer or some sort of Ooh. cancer in his face where he had, where he was operated on and it's kind of destroyed his voice, but it, he still recorded mm-hmm. and it gave, you know, a lot of texture to his life, but he was unhealthy mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, so when COVID came early, it sort of just, you know, finally put him down for the count. But anyway, all that said, this is a really fun clip that I found on YouTube years ago and watch often mm. of him doing his song from like 83, 84, 85 called That's the Way the World Goes Round. And I don't know what this clip is from, some TV special or something, but it's just him clearly sitting at the kitchen table in his house mm-hmm. with some friends and performing it, just playing it at the kitchen table. So it's got this real... Huh, I wonder what it would be from. Homemade vibe to it. And then he tells, in the middle of the song... He tells an anecdote about the song that's amusing. Mm. And there's this one point where he like forgets his, his own lyrics and someone else has to like cue him up. And it's just very loose mm-hmm. and I like I like the vibe. Uh, you'll hate it, but you know. <laughs> this would be the first John Prine I've ever heard. Okay. Is this song called Happy Enchilada? No, wait till that's the that's the anecdote oh, that he'll okay. get to. Yeah. I did not think that's what John Prine looked like. Okay. He's got a good mustache. Yeah, he's got a great stash. My wedding ring. Gets in my way sometimes. I like how on the table there's just a giant fucking ashtray. Oh, yeah, well. Oh, he started playing the wrong song. He's like, let me take a smoke. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're drunk or stoned or both. Or if he's just I want to know what this came from. I don't know. It's so, it's so home movie-ish. And I'm like, it's very home movie-ish, which I, I like a lot. And I'm like, well, did this air somewhere? I wouldn't even know. I feel like I might know this song, but this could just sound like any. It's beginning. not. A, it yeah. wasn't like a big hit song or anything. This could be any gu- acoustic guitar from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. I could see why you like this. Yeah, it's folky. It's yeah. got a sweetness to it. Yeah. It's, yeah. I. It's not for me. No. Uh, but. I fucking love his guitar. I don't know why. Yeah, that cool guitar, guitar is like it looks like. Well, he's got his he's got his own signature as an inlay on the uh, fretboard, and there's like cool. stickers on it. Well, those are those are like pearl inlays. Oh, in the, okay. In the body, so Still, yeah. that's cool. It yeah. looks a little weathered. Yeah, it's pretty cool guitar. It's a fancy guitar. Yeah, it's a fancy weather guitar. I also. Yeah. I think a country music I hate is that I hate when they pick a guitars like whatever they do. Oh, like, I love that. We've got the thumb oh, pick I on it. I fucking yeah. hate that. Drives me crazy. This is where this okay. is just his little anecdote. That's the way that the 
extra down. It's a half an inch of water. You think you're gonna drown? That's the way that the world goes round. I got a request for this song once. I don't know why the person filming it moved the camera under the table to show us his foot. Yeah, that's weird. But it's more of the home video yeah. vibe. It's just a dumb story. The, the, the Actually, lyric is, it's a half an inch of water and you think you're going to drown. She thought it was a, it's a happy enchilada. It's a happy enchilada. And you think I love the that anecdote is better than the song. Yeah. I love that anecdote. The thing I love about the anecdote is he very naturally just sort of told this story. Well, yeah. When I saw him live, he told that story. I'm like, okay, this is part of his routine. Ooh, this is a little shtick. This is, yes. Oh, but... I'm he, sure it really happened. Yes. But... I think I had seen this clip already before mm-hmm. I went to that show, and he told the show, I was like, oh, he always does that. But I love that he does that. I love that he does that, and he does it very naturally. Yes, and the thing that he does live that he doesn't do here is after he tells the story, the rest of the song, when it comes back around to the chorus, he sings, it's a happy Oh, I like that. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. And then now there's some other footage, so I don't know what this is from. <laughs> what is going on with this video? He's going, he's going to look at it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Bizarre video. It's like, a, like you said, it looks like a home movie. Yeah, I don't think this was ever aired. It's, it's, I don't know, maybe on like PBS home or something? Maybe. You know? Maybe a PBS thing. Back he was never a huge star. Yeah, this has got to be some PBS thing. What I like about him is he was just like a mailman yeah. who would like write songs. Oh, yeah? And then he would take them down to, uh, you know, the bottom line or wherever it was and mm-hmm. perform them. But he said, I didn't realize that, you know, if you go and you pay... And you play every weekend, whatever, at the club, and they pass the hat. He's like, I didn't realize, like, I thought I couldn't play the same songs over again. So I would write oh. new songs every week. because he didn't know. Because he thought, like, well, I already heard the songs. I can't yeah. play them again. Like, he thought he had to come with new material every single That's week. That's amazing. And it just made him write a shitload of songs. That's great. I... I say this in the best way possible. I yeah. love everything about this but the song. Except his music. Except his music. He just everything seems like the most likable yeah. guy, doesn't he? Him, the stories, the guitar, everything yeah. but the music. And I do love that aspect of country and folk, of like the storytelling and like, mm-hmm. oh, it just seems like a down-home down story that he's telling in the around. So no, it's all kind of calculated. Yeah, it's which is great. Show. Yeah. Yeah. It is entertainment. Yeah. He was great. R.I.P. I was yeah. very upset when he uh, when he died. Yeah, I'm sure. Let's talk about a oh, band God. that I certainly have heard of. And like you with John Prine, it's like, yeah, I've heard of them. I don't know if I know their music, but I know that I hate this. Well, 1981. <laughs> Oak Ridge Boys, the Oak Elvira. Ridge Boys. Again, this is a song. Oh, I think, we've, I think we've watched this before, haven't we? No, we've never watched okay. this before. This is a bad song. 
It was on pop radio. Yeah. It's got one part that if you're 11 year old, you're like, that's cool. There's one part that I'm like, we used to sing all the time. Yeah. This song sounds like a joke song. Okay. And it's not a joke song. It's yeah. a country song by these guys in the Oak Ridge Boys. The Oak Ridge Boys look like a joke band, but that's just because it's the early 80s. It's and they're a country band in the early 80s. And I think some of them are brothers, some of them are not. But this is from, and uh, another one of my, my last videos is from this too. There was, uh, during this time, 1981... Uh, Barbara Mandrell and the Mandrell Sisters TV show. Okay. Barbara Mandrell and the Mandrell Sisters were some random country family act that was huge. Mm -hmm. Country broke big and they're like, well, now you have your own variety show. Okay. And I only know them from the variety show because we watched this on network television. Network television. I guess I'll watch this and there's people on it. It's like, you know. You only had three channels back then. You You watched what was on. You know, and there was like sketch comedy, quote unquote sketch comedy and, you know, Rich Little on and stuff like right. that. And, you yeah. know, the uh, Sunny and Cher show. Yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> this was, uh, this is them on the Barbara Mandrell and the Mandrell Sisters show. The Oak Ridge Boys. This song's terrible. <laughs> My heart's on fire. <laughs> I know this song because it's played. So corny. Who is that? John Oates. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's just the big eyes. Oh, oh, so bad. This is familiar to me, though. If we didn't have it on the show in the past, then maybe you told me about it and then, like, I should check it yeah. out. Yeah, I do not think I put this on. But this was a huge song. Maybe my, maybe my father was telling me maybe. about it for some reason. I mean, look at these guys. I do like this dude with the giant beard. Giant beard and looks like a pilgrim. I and don't like the dude who's like, I'm just going to be an 80s yuppie with a suit and tie. Well, like, he has the best part. Oh, he's the bass. He's the bass. This is the part we loved. Yeah, okay. That's the part we would do. Like, I mean, I do love the part in any... Four part harmony where yeah. the where the bass singer gets that part to go like dip 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 or, or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, like that's always cool. That is, that's the only thing you can say about this song. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it's four guys. Again, yeah. it's the, I think some of our brothers. Something they don't look like they're friends. No, they no. don't look. They should they should just be people on a bus. Yeah, it's really random. And, and people really looked like that back then. Yeah, huh? <laughs> and they dined on this song for decades. Yeah, like you said, it sounds like. It's not that it sounds like a joke, but it sounds like the reference people that who hate country music would make to make fun of country music. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And just oh, how they like country. Oh, that ill virus. Yeah, <laughs> it's real hick. Yeah, that guy's cool. Yeah, it looks like Bob Saget. But yeah, these guys don't belong together. Then you get the Pilgrim guy. You got John Oates, yeah. and then just random guy with beard singing. There's nothing to the song. It's the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it, See, it does read like an SCTV sketch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I said this was that's Rick Moranis, you'd yeah. be like, oh my god, that's genius. <laughs> but this, they really lean into this. But that really is only like, yeah, when you're 11, you're like, ooh, this it's like, cool. It's, it's dumb. Yes, but this is the dumbest thing we've dumbest. ever had on And show. listen, yeah. this is prime time TV. Yeah. Literally, the whole song is just them going Elvira. And then the guy gets to go. Yep. 
this whole song was on the charts, the pop charts, and was on primetime TV. 1981. They don't vary it. It's the same fucking shit every time. I'm losing That's almost over. Yes. I mean, it's unbearable. This, this clip is only three minutes and 90 seconds. I feel like we've been watching it for one hour. <laughs> exactly. Because they don't do anything. It's just this fucking song. Oh, and it was a hit. Ugh, of and like they're like, I'm sure. And in fact, I know they do. They're still around and like play like Branson and shit like. Bro, that. Of course, they play Branson. Yeah, That's, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Where else are you gonna play? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have another movie clip. Is again, I know of this movie. Yeah, you never saw it. This is from the movie Tender Mercies. Again, the 1980s. I really met you there with the with some mostly <laughs> mostly country music from like 80 to 82. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this is a movie that stars, impossibly, Robert Duvall. Yes. Who As, won the Oscar for Best Actor. He's playing movie. a real-life person. I don't think so, no. It's a oh, fictional no. character. I wonder if it's based on someone. But the story is, he's a country music singer who was a big, big star. And then, because of his alcoholism, sort of fell mm. uh, from grace and was all washed up. And then he meets a nice lady who has a cute son. And then he gets, and then he sort of becomes very close yes. with them and like finds redemption. I don't know, I've never seen the whole movie. <laughs> I just found this clip because the website uh, that I'm an editor for, which I will not name, but it's a pop culture website, mm-hmm. had a list recently where someone wrote the best country music movies. Oh, and I was okay. like, oh, let me just find something on there. And I was like, Tender Mercy seems real interesting. And I found this. Great clip that I'm like, I should watch this movie. This scene really. This is like a. I remember this. This is like a legit. Like people have oh tender mercy. Yeah, and and again because we don't love country music, it's like well, I'll watch, if a movie's about country music is good, then that's an access point. For me. Yes. Um, and this is just a scene where, much like the John Prine clip, he's sitting at the kitchen table with with the mm-hmm. son of his, his lady. And he's teaching him how to write a, and perform a country song. That's a very movie moment. Yes. And this movie was uh, written by the same guy who wrote the screenplay for To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, okay. Uh, in which Robert Duvall plays Boo Radley. That's right. So, uh, Way back that. when. But also, like, having never seen this movie, the fact that it has the same screenwriter is like, well, this probably has a lot of heart. Yeah. Um, it's a it's and, a, it's a heartwarmer. And this scene really will has a lot of heart. And it is amazing... The country accent he puts on, like he sounds like Roger Miller. You're like, that's Robert Duvall. I can't <laughs> connect the voice that he does for this character with the Robert Duvall I know and love. Yeah. But it's just a sweet little scene. So you're a rich man once. Who's that? Kids at school, something I had in the pipe. Uh, I don't know what you call rich, but I had a few dollars. Oh, wow. How'd you get it? Writing songs. It's like, yeah, it's Robert Duvall's voice, but not Robert Duvall's voice. Yeah, yeah. Why for that? Yeah, people crazy to pay for it. They do it. What happened to your money? I lost it. He looks like a country star. Yeah. Yes. Huh? Too much Applejack. Thank you, Robert. That's good, too. I'll tell you what, Sonny, I don't lay awake nights worrying about it. Look, there's a D, right? D isn't dog. Now watch me. I'll call him out. I decided to leave G here for some Not really. <laughs> That's great. Let me know 
if you're staying behind, stay safe. Otherwise, I'll be gone in the morning. He's got a good country music voice. I'm fully buying that and Robert Duvall is a country stay. star. Right? Fully buying it. Yeah. yeah. He's not a character. He can play such a fucking rat bastard yeah. sometimes. Uh... You think of him in the the Great Santini oh, or something Great Santini. like that, yeah. And I'm like, well, who is this Robert? Duvall? Yeah, but I want to watch this movie. Yeah. You know, if you're staying behind, now you can play a covered chord or a rhythm chord. I mean, no, that's G. If you always win more, I wonder if he's in the country. Or if, you if he's not, that he really that he's the best actor. Did his homework. Yeah. A or A seven. Let me know what you decide And let me rest Hey, my head Or a while I've decided It's like him calling out the chords and just yeah. showing, showing the kids that's what's, that's what's great when he's like calling out the chords Playing, acting, and singing all at once That's a lot A lot And the mom in the background just kind of watching it. Yeah, yeah. go back and forth. Let me know if you're staying behind. That's it. That's a that's a great scene. Yeah. Is that the only other movie one that you brought? Yeah, that and Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Okay. Yeah. Neither one of us brought Rhinestone. <laughs> no, because <laughs> fucking why would you? Why would we do that? Yeah. We it don't has, need, it we don't need Dolly in it. Yeah, but also Stallone. Yeah. And I like Stallone. And there's a lot of uh, Stallone movies that I think are genuinely great. Oh, yeah. I don't need Stallone's take on country pop. <laughs> no, no, I don't need a New York taxi driver becoming a country right. star so Dolly Parton doesn't have to sleep with her manager. Right, because that was the peak of, like, Stallone's so popular he could do anything. Mm-hmm. And he had no taste level rating him. No. Rating him in. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do anything, so I will. Uh, what? This is another clip from that show. This that, is Barbara Mandrell right here. Barbara cute. Mandrell and the Mandrell. Let me tell you something. Barbara Mandrell and the Mandrell sisters. Yeah. Lot, a lot of charisma. Uh, just from looking at this still image of her, she's great looking. Yeah, very eighties. They, they were very. Yeah. It was. It, they were great looking. Yeah. They were kind of funny. They had a lot of charisma. Um, I literally know no songs that they sang. W a t k. W-A-T-K? Yeah. Where are they now? I don't know. I bet you they're still together. I, I hope so. I bet you they're still together. But Are you? Are we sure they're all even still alive? I don't think any of them died. Okay. I do not think so. Um, but this isn't... Um, this is Alabama. She's Yeah, she's just going to introduce she's them. She's going to introduce them. Alabama, like the Oak Ridge Boys, know of them, don't really know them. But in my head, the sense is like, well, I'm not going to hate them as much as the Oak Ridge Boys. You, no, you know why? You will hear this and go, oh, this could be soft rock supergroup Ambrosia. Right. This could be Pablo Cruz. Sure. This could be Paco. Because it's country, but it's still the yes. early 80s. So when you hear, you're like, Paco. <laughs> I mean, it, you'll hear this and go, are you sure this is country? Because yeah. it just sounds like soft rock, but it was a country band. It's Alabama. It's Alabama on yeah. the Barbara Mandrell Mandrell Sister Show. Going mainstream. Yeah. Look at these guys. <laughs> yeah, if, the, if you're wearing that hat, yeah. you're a country guy. You're a country guy. <laughs> so soft. Right? I mean, 
I can't decide, like... Oh, and he's playing the double-neck guitar. Okay. He's playing the double-neck guitar. Yeah. I don't know if you can answer this, but why? Because it looks cool. Okay. There's no need for it in this song. I'm guessing. I don't think there's... There's never any need for it. That's what I thought. And I say that as a big cheap trick fan, and I love Rick Nielsen, but it's like... It's about the look, I think. That's what I thought. Nobody needs that. Because he doesn't switch. He doesn't go, let me get the lower one now. That might be what it is if there's, like, maybe on, like, the bridge you want to use a different tuning, but you can't retune a guitar in the middle of a song. Okay. I'll buy that. There might be a situation like that where you'd want to use it, but... Yeah, it's bad. I actually, I take it back. The Oak Ridge Boys at least have, at least they are they're all the way stupid. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. they know yes. what they're doing. They're like, like we know this song is. Dumb. We know that this is funny. Like yeah. this is what it is. Yeah. Alabama takes themselves seriously. Alabama's like, this is our love song. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we're not fucking around. This is yeah. like the first degree. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Also, you can hear in the background there's strings. Yeah. Yeah, there's like an orchestra. This fucking Dollar Tree <laughs> Bob Seeger. Wow. <laughs> but also, this again, I know it because it was on pop song. It was yeah. on pop radio. Blech. Yeah. See the strings? Yeah, this is that. It's this bad. is that. Yeah. Easy listening music. It's like, I can't, like, yeah. taste syrup in my <laughs> mouth. It's it's a gross. Yeah. It's, I hate yeah. this. I hate this. And this again, this is like 81. Yeah. And then by eight, I think also by 82, it's like, oh, here comes a new wave. Oh, fuck you, pop country. Yeah, it's almost like, was it really popular or was it just the music industry trying to make it popular? And I mean, at a certain point, they were like, let's just cut our losses. It feels like it was popular because there's so much more. There were so many more songs yeah. like this. But you know that just because something was on the radio yeah. doesn't mean people actually want, I mean, yeah. wanted it to be. It, it could mean, be that's true. It Because it died fast. Yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden you're just like, okay, that, that's done. That's over. But things moved quicker in some ways than back then in terms of fans. Yeah, because I think once it was gone, you couldn't get it again. Yeah. Unless you bought the album, but yeah. you wouldn't hear it ever again. You couldn't hear that. What a blessing. Yes. Because this is terrible. This is hot garbage. But, you know, a lot of people my age uh, were probably conceived to this shit. <laughs> yes. This is somewhere, <laughs> In somehow, certain parts of the country. This is baby making music. Some millennials owe their lives to Alabama's love in the first degree. <laughs> we third plowed. degree. Was it first degree? First degree. We plowed to love in the first degree. Uh. And you were born. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, for the last clip. How, how much do you know about Katie Lang? I know that... She broke big in the late 80s, early 90s, at least for how I know her. Yeah, there's there are different... She was like alt-country is how I describe like Yeah. Like, she came around the same time Chris Isaac came out. I mean, it kind, of, kind of, it depends. I mean, she had a big radio hit in 1992, Constant Craving. Yes, Remember that? I know that song, yeah. But that's not country at all. I didn't That's think where that she sort of fully yeah. shifted into like adult contemporary yeah. VH1 kind of shit. It was big to the point where I have talked before about that concert I saw in 1992, the Kiss 108 the greatest concert, concert ever known to man. Where I saw like Color Me Bad, yeah. and Shanice, oh. and all these. Right said Fred. Right said Fred yeah. were there. Crisscross. Oh, great. And Katie Lang was there because Constant Craving was a big mm-hmm. hit. 
So amongst all of those acts was this act, which was wild. Yeah. But my mom was super into Katie Lang. Hmm. And she had gotten into Katie Lang when she was still kind of doing the country thing. Because in the 80s, she wasn't a solo act. She was the, 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 the front person for the group Katie Lang and the Reclines. Oh, and they huh. did country. Like, they were mm-hmm. fucking country. They were legit country. Um, and I like that stuff. It mm-hmm. reminds me of my childhood because my mom did like that stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is from, this clip is from Wicked Early in her career. She's doing a song from her first album. So I think this is 83 or oh, 84. Wow. And it's just on some, like, Canadian TV show because she's Canadian. And she's wearing this, like, cowboy long dress. Yeah. But she's still alt, so she's got, yes. like, a crew cut that she clearly gave herself. Yes. And these horn-rimmed glasses. Yes. So she looks like lesbian Buddy Holly. Yes. Right? But the thing about Katie Lang is, like, I don't know if you like... You don't... You don't. I do know that you don't like country. No. The adult contemporary stuff she's... Like, I think Constant Craving sucks. Mm. <laughs> I don't like the stuff that she got famous yeah. on. But Katie Lang has, honestly, maybe the best voice in the world. She can fucking sing. And I picked this clip because it really shows off her voice. And the way that she sells it in the performance is great. I think that at the end of this, you will say, well, I hate that song. Yeah. But that was very impressive. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm going for. And this is called Pine and Stew. Pine and Stew. As in in the verbs. Oh. To Pine pine and and Stew. Oh. I thought it was like a weird recipe. No, I know. Okay. Uh, I so, like that both ways. So here's Katie Lang in like 1984, which is maybe in her early 20s. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, from her new album, please welcome back Katie Lang. Oh. She can sing. Yeah. And her band looks like Alabama. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> What's the thing the dude's playing sitting down? Do you know what that instrument is? He's playing a guitar in his lap. Oh, is that in his lap? Okay, I hate that thing. I hate that too. Only Jeff Healy should do that. That's because he's blind. Because he's blind. I forgot about her voice, to be honest. Because I don't listen to her that voice is. But yeah, this song's terrible. (laughs) I like it. Oh, I hate it. Oh, did she have cowboy boots on too? I think so. Yeah. No, oh, no, no, no. They're no. they're low. She's they're low. She's got on. big socks on. She is an iconoclast. Yeah. Also, I hate the fiddle in, in country. No, 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 they, they, this is this isn't pop country. This yeah. is country country. Like Definitely country country. I mean, it's still better than Love in the First Degree. <laughs> yes. I mean, come on. Oh. I mean, that voice is just... Yeah, I know it's not your kind of music. No, but that voice is like... It's so clear. Also, like... And I love this about her. Like, you can tell she's like, yeah, I can fucking sing. Oh, she... Yeah, there's no I, doubt. Yeah. I know I can fucking sing. Yeah. The guy in the back picking at the fiddles. Killing me. <laughs> Whoa. 
Yeah, I wonder what her range is. I mean, that's... I didn't know that was that. Get out of this mess. Oh, you love this. Oh, the talking? Yeah. I hate it. So she's really selling it. She really feels that. But, like, she's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah. And all the rest of the band is like they're just regular ass. Yeah, I feel like they're just kind of like, well, you can't fucking deny yeah. that this yeah. is the best singer any of us have yeah. ever heard. We're gonna play with her because we know she's great. Yeah, she's a little, she's not to our taste, right? But whoa, she's talented. Yeah, I agree. Do you think I'm Also, Canadian country is interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of countryness yeah. to Canada. Yeah. I love this shit. I mean, she's so good. She's so good, but like, again, I'm like, what am I going to do with this song? I don't know, smoke cigarettes to it? Yeah. You listen to it, Kurt. That's okay. Wait, wait for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a good singer. She knows them singing she... things. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, she she put out like I think three albums with the Reclines, mm-hmm. and it's all real country. Real. Shit. That that is, I mean, but, that's the country we got. Yeah, but but with those fucking pipes on her. Well, she got lungs. Yeah, yeah. That's really she's impressive. unbelievable. She put out an album a few years ago, a little bit of a supergroup with her and Nico Case. Oh, who are like the two best singers yeah. alive, and and another like singer songwriter who I didn't I can't remember her name because I never heard of her before they did this album together. But I'm like Katie Lang and Nico Case singing together is almost like too powerful. Yeah, that's almost too good. Yeah, that's two good voices that are just. Blow your fucking socks and off. And both of them started off doing like more country-ish shit. Uh-huh. A lot of early Nico Case albums are a lot more country too. I have to ask you, since we're at the yeah, end and yeah. nothing else is here. Uh-huh. Did you think about putting any outlaw country in? Because I thought for sure you were going to. Well, I put... Uh, like of that time. Like Willie that, Nelson like, in there. Yeah, but you didn't yeah. put him in like that like specific... Early like Merle set. Haggard and yeah. those guys. Well, the only reason I didn't... I had a lot of other different clips, but I didn't want it to just be like just all TV performances of people just sort of facing the camera mm-hmm. and playing on some show. Yeah. And I didn't couldn't find a lot of like super interesting clips. Yeah. Which is why I went with like the John Prine. Because it's like, okay, at least That's it's sort fun. of a different yeah. visual, you yeah. know? Uh, but yeah, I do like that stuff. Yeah, I figured you would. I do kind of like like George Jones, yeah. Waylon Jennings. Do you like George Strait? I don't name? think I know George Strait. Okay. I might be saying that wrong. Um, yeah, I'm pretty pick. I like Roger Miller, even though he's silly. Mm-hmm. Or even like Tammy Wynette. Oh, D-I-B-O-R-C-E, yeah. Yeah. You know, all that, that dumb shit. Yeah. Drop Kick Me Jesus Through the Goalposts <laughs> of Life. Uh, no, that wasn't. That's not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's. We did it. We did it. We did our. We did our country Listen, episode. We 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 ate our vegetables. <laughs> you, but it wasn't vegetable eating for me. I no, I am more concerned that like uh, anyone who actually knows country music 
would listen to this and just be like, well, that guy's just a basic bitch. Like, I don't know the deep cuts. It's like, I'm going to do a show about a podcast about rock and roll. And we're going to talk. And then here's the Beatles. Have you ever heard the Beatles? I just discovered the Beatles. That's like me with country music. I don't give a fuck because I don't care about country music. Yeah. And the things that I showed were mostly dog shit. Yeah. Uh, they're, just, they're just very nostalgic to me because that's what they're on. Grew up in the 80s, so, yeah. like, uh, bring it. Uh, I don't care. Um, but there was some fun stuff in there, man. Yeah. I think I'm going to watch Tender Mercies. I think I'm going to look at uh, Tender Mercies, yeah. too. That was really interesting. Yeah. I think I, I owe it to myself to watch that movie. Yeah. That looks good. Seems a little bit like like the the country music version of uh, uh, what's that fucking movie with Michael J. Fox and Joe Jett? Night of Day. Night of Day. Yeah, because it took place in Cleveland, motherfucker. Right, but this is this is that, but in the South and country music. It's Tender Mercies is uh, Light of Day, just right. not as good because <laughs> Light of Day is a anyway, classic. So you're on, even though you haven't seen t- Oscar, Tender Mercies, yeah. Oscar winning film, Tender Mercies. You you're saying according to you, yeah. Light of Day is a better movie because it took place in Cleveland. <laughs> if Tender Mercies took place in Cleveland, it would be a better movie. That's, well, that's not me. That's 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 pundits. I think that's a good double feature. Yeah, let's call Quentin Tarantino and say, <laughs> hey, you know what you should do as a double feature at the New Beverly this month? Tender Mercies backed with I would Light of that. Day. I would fucking love that. Yeah, I'd go see that. Yeah. If you can fucking find a print of light a day. It's never even got a DVD release. <laughs> no, can't even find it. <laughs> but that's how we'll wrap up this country music episode. Talking about light of day. That's right. Oh, I love us. Uh, yeah, but that was uh, that was fun. Yeah, it was great. definitely fun. I don't know if we'll ever do country two. I don't think so. I got nothing on, left. On the show. I'm tapped. <laughs> the tank is empty. Tank no, is I can come up with ten okay. for you to sit through. You can do that. But that's it for this episode of Music Raygun. Music Raygun is co-hosted and produced by me, Paul Champanelli. And me, Kirk Pinchon. Our theme music is by Bagweed. Check him out at bagweed.bandcamp.com. And of course, thank you to everyone listening. Until next time, see ya!